Hi, this is Brian Landau, and you're listening to The Drip, a podcast about how to caffeinate your campaigns. Today, I'm joined by Darina Ventura and Chris Radonovich of Live Person. In this episode, we discuss best practices around fostering technical education in the workplace, how to create engaging internal seminars, and how an internal company podcast works in tandem with office hours. As you'll hear in a few moments, Darina and Chris co-host an internal podcast at Live Person called Bot Talk. Publishing the content at a predictable and repeatable cadence, as opposed to just publishing randomly, has contributed greatly to the success of the show. Their colleagues know what to expect and when to expect it. They also do a great job of leveraging tools like Google Docs to solicit feedback on the show. Every brand does thought leadership. Frequently, that means placing a byline in Fast Company or participating in the Forbes Tech Council, maybe a webinar or a conference here and there. The idea behind thought leadership is typically twofold. One, generate new leads, and two, reassure existing customers that you know what you're doing. It builds confidence in the product that they've already procured. But what I love most about the Bot Talk podcast is that it's a form of internal thought leadership. Your colleagues and employees also want to know that they're working with the best and the smartest. Internal trainings and seminars are effective for education and building product fluency cross-functionally, but an internal podcast that talks about industry trends and invites outside thought leaders to talk is the type of repeatable messaging that builds trust, wisdom, and confidence in your colleagues. It's different. No doubt, Darina and Chris work hard on their podcast, but I think they'd agree that an episode of their podcast is a lighter lift than the 750-word think piece that gets published to Medium. Podcasts are scalable, not only in production, but in the voices that you can elevate as part of this thought leadership execution. In my day job, I work with businesses on their audio strategies, and the conversations are frequently very tactical. In fact, many companies want to start with the tactics. It sounds obvious, but a really great place to start is simply, what do our people want to know more about, and who are the people on the team that can best communicate that? So my advice to companies that are thinking about internal company podcasts? Think about your colleagues as audience. What is the thought leadership that you should communicate to them and who can do it best? And once you have that figured out, commit to a repeatable publishing cadence and promote the content across all of your channels. Are you interested in learning more about how audio can play a role in how you communicate internally? Email me directly at brian at venly.co. That's brian, B-R-I-A-N, at venly, V-E-N-N-L-Y, dot C-O. And now, the fascinating Darina and Chris. Hi, Darina. Hey, Brian. How's it going? Hi, Chris. Hi, Brian. So I wake up in the middle of the night in cold sweats, worried about how I'm going to read or poorly read, more specifically, someone's bio. And now I have to do two of these. And I'm just like really starting to melt down. Darina Ventura is passionate about all things artificial intelligence. As a senior manager, product marketing at Live Person, she helps brands enhance the end-to-end customer experience with innovative AI-powered technology. Prior to Live Person, Darina was a product marketing lead at Seismic by Amazon. Darina is committed to the notion that AI is the key to finally delivering on the promise of personalization at scale. Chris Radonovich, Live Person's resident conversational AI expert, has over 10 years of experience building digital conversations. His focus on showing brands how to harness the power of AI to provide exceptional customer experiences has made LivePerson a leader in the conversational AI space and has helped many brands benefit from cost savings and revenue growth using automation, natural language understanding, and machine learning tools. 
Chris and Zarina, thanks again for being with me. Appreciate it. Great to be here. So for those who aren't familiar, what is Live Person? So Live Person, our mission is to make life easier for people and brands everywhere through our trusted conversational AI. So we actually work with over 18,000 customers to help them orchestrate a lot of the conversations that they have with their consumers. And we're doing this using AI at scale uh, to really create that deep personal relationship one-to-one. So AI is a topic that I think most people are familiar with, but very few are actually experts in it. We're fortunate to have one with us today. Even at Live Person, not every employee is going to be an expert in AI. Chris, how have you developed best practices and how to best distill the information for non-technical audiences? So, uh, so, so it's a great question. Um, so at Live Person, um, I would say, what, maybe a year and a half, two years ago, we adopted an approach within the organization, within the entire organization, where we wanted to make every employee an AI native. And what that meant was every member of the live person team goes through a fundamentals or foundational course to learn about what AI is, uh, the basics of how it works, how to create and identify and create an AI driven project. So the whole organization is, is taught to talk using the same terms. So when I go to somebody in the data science team and talk about a neural network, I can go to somebody in the marketing team and use the same term neural network, and they know what I'm talking about. So, so as an organization, we've taken an approach to get everybody on board with the same terminology and the same basic foundational knowledge around AI and, and what AI is through this AI native program that we have then been able to expand on. Um, so once the organization learns the foundations, they are able to actually talk about our AI capabilities with that foundational understanding, both internal and external in their conversations. So it, it really has been a great approach to, to instilling AI as a, a foundation of being a, per, a member of the live person team. People are people and some people are more uh, eager to do this type of extracurricular learning and other people are sort of like, I'm just gonna stick to what my job description is here. Thank you very much. Have you developed best practices in developing this internal seminar series? Yeah, so so obviously uh, the first sessions that were led uh, don't uh, have, have evolved significantly over time into what we what, what we're calling the AI native program today. Uh, but what we did find is that by positioning Live Person as an AI company and using it in our mission statement and using it in our our terminology, it kind of instilled the need for members of the Live Person family to at least have some foundational knowledge. So, um, so, so the first step is create an AI culture, right? If you're, if you're, if you're treating your whole culture as something different with its tiny little AI component, then people, they're less motivated to, to really dig in and, and focus on learning those foundations and using them in the day-to-day, their day-to-day conversations. Um, so, Build um, so create an AI-driven culture where everybody is involved um, from from all components of the company with with the AI message, um, and then create a program um, which the the AI native program has evolved into, which really truly does 
teach those foundations in an engaging and easy to understand and, and easy to, uh, to um, adapt to way so that even non-technical people can at least get get the, the big picture of it, right? Can understand what it means and what some of the terms, some of the more uh, more uh, more important terms are. Um, so, so that's where I would go. You know, you, you have to kind of build from the inside out a, a culture of AI and then be able to provide tools that help people be comfortable with the, the terms, the concepts and, and how AI is impacting them in their daily lives. And what's really neat is we find that that as they go through this, they realize that, wow, AI impacts me everywhere. It's not just at live person, right? We do it in the context of, hey, live person's an AI company. But people start to think about in my daily life, as I'm going around doing different things, AI impacts me and, and it benefits me. And sometimes it challenges me, but it benefits me in many different ways. So so kind of um, taking that approach has been really successful for us here at person. Darina, are there any lessons that you've learned along the way that you might be able to offer to colleagues in other spaces, not necessarily those who are in AI, but maybe they're in CPG or FinTech or some other category? How can they best implement their own internal seminar series? Is there something that is particularly effective and maybe something that you would say, hey, listen, you probably shouldn't try this. We did it and it wasn't as good. Yeah, sure. I mean, for the way that I've been handling trainings, depending on the solution that I'm a part of. It's really making sure that our language and our training materials are relevant to the audience. So I don't usually have like a, there's general overview for the rest of the company, but technical, technical audience, a technical audience has a different training material than in sales, for example, because they have different CTAs and they have a different like jobs to be done. So just making sure that you're personalizing the messaging as well as making sure that all the materials that they need are already there and they're ready to go. So making sure that everything is just, again, just there for them. So we're on a podcast here together, obviously. You two host your own podcast, uh, which is for internal use at Life First. And I want to ask you about that. What was the inspiration for starting the podcast? It's called Bot Talk. And have you seen any tangible benefits from publishing it? So Bot Talk is a podcast that we do, like you said, internal to live person. And we focus on a couple of different things. We focus on, on AI, uh, some AI components and capabilities within the, the company. Um, but we also focus a lot on things that are happening in the world of AI outside of live person. So what we found um, early on uh, as we were building automations and starting to work in the NLU space and starting to build machine learning models is that um, that people were really siloed and focused in their little world. And, and for most of us, a live person, that world is live person NLU, live person AI. Um, and the AI native program helped us get start to move people into thinking about AI everywhere. Um, and and one, one day we were, uh, Doreen and I were chatting about some stuff and um, we came up with this idea of, hey, look, let's start to bring some of that AI from the world into our audience at live person. Because we build bots for uh, for for our customers to use in their messaging programs, uh, it was kind of a uh, the, the the initial ideas of this were okay. What about talking about bots in the world, right? So different uh, automation capabilities, and it expanded out from there. But that's where the name Bot Talk came from. We really did start to to think about you know the bot building and the bot 
AI space. Um, and then it expanded out and we actually cover a very, very wide range of topics. Um, from, uh, we, we recently reviewed a, uh, a book uh, about an AI experience, um, uh, Clara and the Sun, uh, which is about a, uh, an, a virtual uh, a virtual friend and uh, uh, from the perspective of the AI. Uh, so it was a really neat conversation around uh, around this fiction story. I think the next month we had a special guest come on and we talked about a much more deeper, uh, much more deeper topic of of, uh, of awareness and consciousness in AI, um, in AI that's being developed. So we cover a really wide range of topics and we do so uh, in a way that kind of helps helps get you thinking, uh, continuing that thinking that starts in AI native into what is happening in the world and where AI permeates all of, uh, all of our lives. Zarina, I'm curious as someone who works in product marketing, what the feedback loop looks like for you on this podcast? Because I think sometimes we think of podcasts as this sort of distributed to Apple, Spotify, and maybe I get a review or a comment or some feedback, but probably not. Internally, it's probably a little bit of a different use case, and you're probably quite eager to hear what your colleagues are thinking about your content and how to make it better uh, for the next episode. Can you walk me through some of the, the steps that you might take to solicit the feedback and then it turn around and implement it? Totally. So Chris and I are always open to feedback. We usually have like a Google form in the program notes that, you know, where they can also inquire about new topics or ask us any questions that we can, we can answer in the future podcast. And for me, I look at consistency. So like you said, it's internal only. So we're looking at numbers of the people that are watching it from live person. And it's been like consistent throughout. Um, it's been out for a year now, Chris. Correct me if I'm wrong. And we've had like uh, consistent viewers where they will reach out to us individually about what they thought about it. And and it, it, it's actually a passion project for, for me. I don't know about Chris, but I love doing it and just thinking about AI, not just inside live person, but outside of it too, and what's happening, you know, in the outside world and how other companies are applying that, I think has been tremendous to, you know, our, my professional career, as well as like my personal development here. Yeah, I, I love doing it too. I think that we, um, that we have a lot of fun picking the topics and, and prepping for the sessions and delivering them. Um, regarding the feedback loop, I would add that, um, so, so two things. Live person has an internal podcast network. Uh, so, whenever a new episode gets posted, it gets broadcast out to the company through that network. Uh, but also uh, through the AI Native program, we have uh, a a dedicated AI Native Slack space where um, everything. Uh, well, we, we we get all kinds of new AI content and information that's pushed out, including the the new releases of the podcast. And and that that forum which is a, uh, you know, Slack is a common, we use it extensively at, at, at live person, um, is a great way to get feedback from, from people who listen, right? So we'll get, co we'll get uh, conversations going in the thread from the, the podcast to really, that, that really kind of, uh, we, we see what, they're, what, what, what the field is thinking, what the teams are thinking. We, we field questions, we have some dialogue back and forth. Um, and so it's, so it's a great way, another great way to get that feedback loop going. Some guidance that you might offer to peers at other companies that are thinking about doing their 
own internal audio? Why do some podcasts within a company work well and others maybe you know not as successful? So I think consistency is key. Like making sure that the audience knows that, you know, something is coming every month and it's something they look forward to. But also I think the topics, right? Make the topics relevant to real-time industry news that's happening. I would add to that the the uh, rapport of the host, right? So Drina and I have a banter, a back and forth <laughs> that we're very comfortable with. And we've, we've gotten a lot of comments on that. Um, and that kind of makes it engaging and entertaining and informative at the same time. So I, I would not discount that piece of it at all. One of the things that I love about, you know, how the two of you work is in addition to doing this podcast and it's real enrichment content and had a you know, predictable publishing cadence, you also host office hours separately, but you each have your own office hours. I'm curious, it's a lot of extracurricular stuff. It's a lot of making yourself available and your wisdom available to your colleagues. How do these different strategies play off of one another? Is someone coming to your office hours looking for something very specific that maybe you're not covering in a podcast or in an internal memo that you might write or a Slack message? How do all of these different channels uh, play off of one another for you? Yeah, I would say that um, that our office hours, our master classes, our other forums where we're communicating have diff have different um, have have a have a different purpose, right? So the podcast and the office hours complement each other, um, but they don't complement each other in ways that overlap with content. Uh, you know, I would not do a book review on an office on one of our office hours. Our office hours are are more product focused, more platform focused, uh, more uh, more focused on tools and capabilities that we're bringing to help the field deliver on our solutions. Um, the podcast does include some things that will help with that, but that's not the focus of the podcast. So there, so it's not really getting the same information in multiple places. Um, what we will do though, is whenever we do an enablement session, whenever we do a, uh, office hour, a masterclass, um, a masterclass, we will plug the, the podcast, right? So we will call out, Hey, look, we got an interesting episode coming up for this. Check it out. Right. Or if you, or, or if somebody even better, if somebody asks a question and it's something that we actually did a podcast on, we'll redirect them back to a previous episode episode for that. So, so they, we do kind of um, support them. They do support each other, but the content is different and uh, they're different worlds and uh, there's very little overlap between the two. I'm joined today by Chris and Darina, the experts on all things AI at Live Person. I'm grateful to the both of you for your time and wisdom today. Yeah. Thanks, Brian. This is great.